I'm here talking about one of the fruits of the spirit, gentleness. This is not my gift. I have to work on this. So let's see how you feel about how you do with gentleness. Um, I'm also here with Facebook. And so I was just telling Facebook that my husband is the definition of gentleness. We compliment each other because he is um, chill and I'm like a little high key, half strong. And so we balance each other out. But I can get him fired up and I'm not proud of it. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. So um, gentleness, I have a pamphlet that I'm reading from. And the definition is humble, non-threatening demeanor that derives from a position of strength and authority and is useful in calming another's anger. Gentleness is not a quality that is weak and passive. And here's some of the scriptures that the booklet um has pulled out. Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's from Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Okay. And Proverbs 15, one, I love this one. A gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. And that's Proverbs 15, one. And I always try to think about that. How I respond to people is everything. And boy, have I failed many, many times. But as I've gotten older, I realize that the way people respond to what I say really is different and defined by how I come across. So we can totally change our tone and sound gentle and humble and concerned without being bold and out there and, and offensive. Um, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Philippians 4, 4 through 5. And the last one on here is, but in your heart set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. First Peter 3.15. This actually reminds me of a story. I have told the story before, in case you haven't heard it, or maybe you want to hear it again. The My first hand lettering book, the red one, I, it was on Amazon and um, it doesn't say anything about um, being a Christian, a book of faith, anything like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I never even thought for a second, you need to put this, you need to claim this on the cover of your book. You need, I just, it's who I am. I didn't think, I wasn't thinking. So <clears throat> all of a sudden I thought, you know what? I'm going to be prepared. Somebody's going to ha have a negative review. They just are. They just are. That's just life. And I woke up one morning and I checked and there it was. And I was like, my heart was broken, y'all. I think it was a two out of five. I just thought, how could someone not like me or my book? You know what I mean? I took it a little bit personal. And then I read their comment and it said, I can't believe I bought this. This is so religious. It's got scriptures in the back. And um, and I'm, the reason I'm saying it this way is because the tone came across very uh, d disappointed. You know, I bought this for my daughter and now I can't even give it to her. And my heart dropped because I thought, you know what? That's fair. 
That's fair. If you're not a believer, I wouldn't want to get a book about someone who was Satanist or something, right? Atheist or whatever. And so I had to think about how to respond. And I knew once I mentioned it publicly that people would be very defensive, you know, because they wanted, they love, you know, love me and they came to not to be, you know, to, to defend me. And I said, I said, guys, listen, <clears throat> the way we respond as Christians is very important. And, and basically it's about gentleness because when we share our faith with people, if we come across holier than thou, what are they going to do? They're going to be like, yep, that's what I thought. That's what Christians are. They're very judgmental. I'm out of here. But if we come across as accepting and loving and gentle, people listen and they're open and they want to know what does she have or he have that I don't have. And so um, the way I also thought about it is, is my pastor tells a story about he was in a room full of, um, of young men and he came in posing as an atheist and nobody knew who he was. And he's, he's just that kind of guy he can do. He could, uh, he's, he loves a challenge like that. And he comes in and they start talking and they would say, well, how can you not believe the Bible? Blah, blah, blah. And he would come back and say, well, I don't believe it because of this. And he had a lot of, you know, good points like to where they would be. Well, how can you not? And he said he felt very attacked. And then at the end, he was like, guys, I'm a pastor and a Christian, you know, of course, they weren't very happy. But he said, my whole point in sharing this story is that or, or to do this is to show you how we act as Christians sometimes. We need to come across as gentle and loving and accepting. If you don't believe in someone's lifestyle, that doesn't mean you don't love them and you don't um, pour your heart out to them and and listen. Sometimes people just need us to listen and not judge. So. Oh, that was a little bit soapboxy. <laughs> okay, let's get to what I did. I did some research on. Let's see in the comments who is here. Your 13-year-old wants to learn, learn brush lettering. Get in touch with me. That is where, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, oh, you sent the, <laughs> on Facebook, you can click like the, the like buttons and the hearts and all that. And she said, sorry, I hit the hate button. <laughs> to me too and when I send that little button hate or the mad face I'm like oh my gosh you can't take it back so I've had to message people I didn't mean to I didn't mean to <laughs> oh hello welcome everybody that's here thanks for popping in we've got a great group today and I'm also talking to the people on the podcast so I'll be talking kind of talking to everybody but just just so you know when I say something random I'm probably talking to someone on Facebook okay so this is from I thought this was really really good this is from gentlechristianparenting.com. And so we can all go back to when we're a child and, and how, how parents teach um, gentleness. And you know what? I'm not sure if my parents ever sat down and said, you know, this is what gentleness is. We, that just wasn't a thing. We just didn't do that. Um, so I think it's really cool to have this article to teach children. And I don't know about you, but when I teach Sunday school, I learn a lot. When we get down to the little tiny basic basics of um, not all the big words and all the things, I'm like, I can, I get this, I get this. So I love this. Gentleness is the quality or characteristics of being kind, tender, tender, mild manners, compassionate, and considerate. To be gentle means that you show love and care for others in a way that you act and speak. To have gentleness is to have a gentle spirit or nature about you. And again, it comes very natural to my husband. So some of you, maybe people have said, you're just so, you know, 
relaxed and calm and gentle spirited and all that. And that's such a compliment. According to the Bible, in the Old Testament, gentleness is illustrated in the Bible as a stream or river. When you sit by a stream or river, does it calm you? It calms me, for sure. And also to a shepherd caring for his flock of lambs. As we know, when the uh, shepherd loses one lamb, he goes after that. Leaves all the others behind because he, he cares for that one as well. And he's gentle and he, he brings that, that lamb back in. God himself spoke to Elijah as a gentle whisper. For these examples of gentleness in the Bible, we can picture a soft touch, calm reassurance, and a loving hand. In the New Testament, Jesus comes as the perfect example of being gentle and humble of heart. From, this is from Matthew eleven twenty nine. Paul then continues to model gentleness in the way he preaches. That's from 1 Thessalonians 2, 7. These are great examples of gentleness, and they help us see practically what that looks like in everyday life. There's a strong connection in the Bible between gentleness and the power of words. Proverbs indicates that gentle words turn away wrath and are a tree of life. Y'all, I need to like tattoo. Gentle words turn away wrath and are a tree of life. These verses can be applied to any relationship or interaction that we have with others. It can be anywhere. Anywhere. It can be at a checkout line. The power of our words can be life-giving and diffuse a tense situation. It is important to remember that as Christians, we are called to more than this. And y'all, that's huge. Power of our words. Have you heard? I don't know if there's a book, but I've heard power of our words. They have power. And to me, like our, um, what do you call that? The way we present ourselves. our, uh, what's that word? Body language, body language is everything too. And sharing the good news of the gospel, we are to do so with gentleness and respect. Just like I was saying, you know, you come across very loving and kind. And um, oh, the review that I, what I sent back to that person is I am really sorry. And um, can I um, offer you a refund or something like that? I understand, you know, because again, I want to be kind in that way. Why would they ever want to learn about Christianity if I'm defensive back? In sharing the good news of the gospel, we are to do so with gentleness and respect. That's from 1 Peter 3, 15 through 16. I love all of this is backed up by, by scripture. In doing so, we are they have backed up their information with scripture. In doing so, we will win over those who hear us. Other faithful followers found this to be true. And as a Christian and we're speaking to other Christians, we can still, we can still turn people off of Christianity because of our reactions, right? Or they may not respect us because like, huh, she thinks she acts like she's a Christian, but look at the way she acts. Does she really believe? Does she really study the Bible? We are to be calm and respectful when speaking with others, speak the truth, but watch our tone so that the truth, however painful it may be will be will be well received. Again, tone, body language, gentleness. That is something I have to work on. Gentleness in the Bible means showing care and respect for others in the way that you act and speak. And a lot of times you can you can always turn flip it, flip the coin, 
and be like, how would you want someone to talk to you about a certain situation, right? How would you, how would you want that? Why is gentleness so important? So as a Christian, you demonstrate the spirit at work in your life when you show gentleness. You will be blessed and rewarded by God when you get to heaven and receive his peace and favor here on earth too. There are many benefits of gentleness. When you treat others gently, you gain trust and respect. Being gentle makes others more willing to listen to you. And that's my husband, y'all. He doesn't talk just to talk, okay? He teaches Sunday school. He does, and, and just in life. He's not just someone that wants to hear himself talk like I am. That's why I'm on here. I can talk to y'all because in my house, they don't want to hear it. They're all like introverted and they all only talk when it's super important. <laughs> so when my husband talks, people stop and listen because he doesn't talk just to talk. What he has to say is important and um, very gentle. And they do. They respect him because of that. Fighting destroys relationships and takes so much time to repair. You can prevent anger by choosing to respond with gentleness. Doing so creates a closer connection. As an added bonus, you will save time and hardship. As a parent, I see gentleness as one of the most important character qualities we need to focus on in our family. So much of the peace and harmony we seek is directed effectively by how we treat others. So here's 10 ways. After I talk about these 10 ways, then we'll get started on lettering our scripture. So thanks for sprinkling candy. And Susan says, God has not called us to judge the world. Amen. Demeanor. Thank you, Shay <laughs> and Jaren. Thanks for sprinkling. Oh, thank you, Chris. Um, so here are the 10 ways to show gentleness. How do we put it into practice basically now? Okay. We can be considerate of others' feelings and needs. When you do this, you can look for ways to meet those needs and truly help work through those feelings. And, and like I said before, honestly, people want to be heard, right? If you don't agree with what they have to say, they want to be heard, and sometimes when they when we they do speak and we actually listen and don't get defensive, we actually learn something. And we might see a different side of what we were thinking before. So I again working on listening, listening's not my gift. I have to work on it. But when I do and I really listen, I'm not worried about in my mind about what I'm gonna say next. I'm being gentle because I am listening to what they have to say. Show empathy. Empathy is acknowledging another person's point of view. That's what I just said, to understand their feelings. So my, a friend of mine always taught me when I was, she was probably six years old or seven years old. I was complaining about my mom and she was so wise. And she said, but what do you think your mom thinks? How do you think your mom feels? And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we were little. I'm thinking, where did this come from? And so that has always stuck in my mind. And I've always from then on thought, yeah, she's right. I need to think about that. Be patient, as Ephesians 4.2 says. Be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. And for some reason, in-laws keep coming to my mind. And I don't even, I don't even, um, I mean, my kids aren't married or anything. And I have an amazing in-laws. 
but I think about, I hear a lot of people having friction with their in-laws. And I think, I think each side wants to be heard and, um, being patient and gentle, I think would help in those situations. And, and you know what? Uh, sometimes we think, well, they're not being patient and gentle. It takes somebody to start it, right? Remember the golden rule, treat others the way you'd have them that treated you. Speak respectfully to everyone. Consider others as important and kind, worthy of kind regard. Watch your tone so that what you have to say will be well received. Everyone is deserving of this, y'all. Everyone is deserving. Seek peace. No matter how ugly they've been, no matter how um, disrespectful, the Bible says God wants us to respond in a loving and kind way. Be a calm presence. Act with tenderness and love. Listen more than you speak or act. I feel like I passed. <laughs> I feel like I passed. And number 10 must have been not as important because it didn't print out. Did you offer it to dad? I'll let you offer it to dad first. Thank you for asking. Oh, number 10. I guess it is important because I found it. <laughs> Be humble as you serve and care for others. Be humble. Mm, amen. Amen. So that was my daughter that came in the room. You heard me talking to someone else. Um, she graduated high school. She is done. We're excited. She knows where she's going to college. UNT, if, you're, uh, if you are familiar with Texas colleges, University of North Texas. So she's home too. So we just have all family at home. And here I am spending time with you. But I've got the rest of the day with them, right? Okay, let's get started on our scripture. If you are new to, to, uh, to Devos and Doodles, grab a piece of paper and a pen and follow along with us. We are going to get started with our scripture. And so we're just gonna sketch something out and then I'll let you do the artwork um, on your own. Or if you're in my Lettering Tribe, a membership group, you are going to be able to uh, come into the private group after this and we will do an art technique with it and uh, make it really pretty. And also I wanna tell y'all something about, I've done some more research on, um, getting my camera ready. <laughs> That's why I don't seem as focused. Um, oh, let me tell our podcast friends goodbye and let's go ahead and, and say a prayer as we go on to the next, <laughs> to the next, to the next thing. Okay. Uh, give me a second and we're going to pray it out. Heavenly Father, uh, we come to you today on this Memorial Day and we just honor those loved ones who have passed because they served in the U.S. Um, military and, and saved our lives, um, gave up their lives for our freedom. Lord, I just be, ask you to be with those today who are mourning family who have passed. And, um, but let's honor those who are, are fighting for our country now. And Lord, remind us to be gentle. Gentleness can be, um, can be a hard thing to achieve. And, and remind us to stop before we respond and really think about um, what we're doing and how we uh, reply to people and how we respond. I always have to take a deep breath to remember gentleness. It just doesn't come natural for me. And um, I want I want more of that in my life, Lord. And I pray for, for anybody here today that's listening, that you will hear their prayers 
and answer their prayers. We know, Lord, that you don't always answer the prayers in the way we want them answered, but Lord, we know you always answer our prayers. And thank you for your love, and thank you for this platform where we can all meet and unite in your name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you.